Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 132 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Man, we're so grateful that you're listening again this week, 132 episodes. We've been making this great adventure together, all of us worship and production leaders, 132 episodes. And I was thinking this week, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we here? I'll tell you why. There's three E's. Here's what we want to do. We want to entertain you. We want to encourage you. And we want to help equip you for your ministry. And I can think of no two better people to do that than Big Yancey and somebody that we need to nickname, David Henry. <laughs> They're here today. What's up? <laughs> oh, no, no. That's it. I'm done. We're done with this. Episode's over. Roll the credits. <laughs> We've got to get a nickname for David. Oh, man. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, got to get a nickname. <laughs> How's I'll it going? Hello. You know, yeah, man. It's uh, it's a day, you know. I've been getting texts from other friends in Phoenix today that it's 190 degrees uh, yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Satan has ex- expanded hell and <laughs> he's chosen Phoenix. So. <laughs> Allie, te- Allie texts me and she goes, you know, it got really windy yesterday, so it just kind of feels like walking through a blowtorch. Yes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Aptly, that's a great <laughs> analogy. Described. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly oh what it feels like. <laughs> well, it's so Crazy. good to be here today. I'm so excited. I know David's so excited. Here's what we're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be sharing some resources uh, with you guys. Like always, we are going to laugh because that's what we are all about, laughing with those prayer concerns. And, um, and then we're going to have a special edition of kind of sliding into the DMs where we're going to have a really great conversation um, about planning worship sets. So I'm really excited about that. But before we get to all of that, David, would you take just a moment and tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center? I would be honored. Um, <laughs> no, Planning Center uh, makes my life run. Planning Center makes software. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> but there's Planning Center and there's coffee, and Jesus is above <laughs> those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. Planning Center makes software that is designed to help uh, you find freedom, uh, to focus on what really matters in your ministry, which is people. Uh, Planning Center is a set of online software products you can subscribe to individually, or you can use them together as a full church management system. Uh, You can always try their product for free for 30 days, which is amazing. Uh, And they also recently just launched a new product called Publishing. Now, Publishing is a way to create custom pages uh, within the Church Center mobile app uh, and website. Um, So it is just a way to share custom content Uh, share sermons with your congregation all through that app and that website. Uh, And again, uh, they are my lifeblood. They're amazing. They're amazing. So guys, it's great to have you. I I love what Jen said earlier. We're going to have a really great conversation. Like other podcasts, you might have a great conversation. This conversation today is going to be really great. Really great. Not just great. It's going to be really, (laughs) really great. So we got the three of us here today. So I was thinking... 
Last night I made a, you know, uh, it's a, this is a Thursday. We're recording this on Thursday. Wednesday's my rehearsal night. You guys all know I make horrible uh, food choices uh, <laughs> following rehearsal every night, and I made one last night. So I I, I went through the uh, the Taco Bell. Uh, I went through the old Taco Bell drive-through and made some horrible decisions. So I thought, you know, I was thinking about my two friends here. What's your order at Taco Bell? Wait, stop for just a second. Where did you go? Taco Bell. I go to Taco Bell. Do you? But you go to Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Is it a different place? You're going to oh, Taco yeah. Bell. Well, I'm in I go Indiana. to Taco I gotta Bell. Throw, I got I got to hang on a little bit. It's the Taco emphasis. Bell. It's <laughs> the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Have you not been baptized? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, Yancey. So first of all, your order, if you're ordering for the whole fam, you're probably taking out maybe an extra mortgage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're going for those taco packs that they have, the party packs. Like when you're catering a small gathering, that's that's what we're going for. (laughs) (laughs) Although my kids tend to be really plain. They're like, I just want a bean burrito. I'm like, I can make that at home. Or my little guy is all about like cheese roll-ups. I'm like, again, a tortilla with some cheese melted mm, in it. Let's make that at home. delicious. But yeah, yeah. So I just make a killer quesadilla at home. But my go-to so, order. Yeah, if you're going through, what are you getting? What's the answer? Okay, Taco Bell got rid of my favorite thing on the Uh-oh. planet. So Uh-oh. I haven't, I know, I haven't been going as often. So they used to have this taco called the Double Decker Taco. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, David knows. Yes. So it's a crunchy taco. On the inside, and then the outside, there is a small flour tortilla with beans, refried beans spread on it, and then wrapped around that crunchy taco. So it's in the kind of the vein of the cheesy gordita crunch, except it has beans instead of Mm -hmm. and 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 the tortilla is a little different. I feel like those cheesy gordita crunch, like I almost feel like it feels more like a pita. Mm. Yep. Type of it, rather than a like a thinner tortilla, so it's real nice, real yeah. nice. I mean, yeah. like, guys, I can already tell you where I'm going as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> uh, David, what about you, buddy? Well, to, to to your point of bad decisions, I would argue yeah. they're great decisions in <laughs> in the moment. Um, you just have to deal with the consequences. Because <laughs> um, let's be real, it's there. Every decision oh, sure. has a consequence. Yes, um, absolutely. No, it's so so oddly enough, the cheesy gordita crunch is my jam. Yes, um, yes. So, but I I love the double decker taco. I didn't know they got rid of it, but I yeah. hadn't been to Taco Bell probably in like six months, just because it's just out of the way mm-hmm. to yeah, where yeah. I always go. Um, but the yeah, like they the the double decker they use the soft taco shell yeah. to do oof, that. Oof, so oof. it's it's the value menu cheesy gordita crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, nice. But the cheesy gordita crunch with that with that tangy. Sauce, aioli, mm. whatever it is, and then come on, cheese. Come on. And, you know. So I used to, I was for a while, I was going and just getting two cheesy gordita crunches, and then I thought to myself, hey, 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 slow down there, buddy. Let's look up some nutritional information on the cheesy gordita crunch. Now that's a bad that decision. Was, that was a that's, huge mistake. Yeah, that was yeah. a huge mistake. So I dialed that back to one cheesy gordita crunch, and then they took my one of my favorites off the menu for a long time. It's now back. The uh, chili cheese burrito. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I'm not a bean guy, so I have to avoid the refried beans. And then I'm, you know, nacho bel grande. Hey. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Extra meat, come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, if we're calling it meat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Extra brown stuff. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's brown. It's it's brown mass is what it is. <laughs> oh, you guys. Yeah. So I can tell you, I'm gonna make another bad decision today, probably. So, um, okay. So I am today. I am wearing my no unauthorized Tambo WLP shirt. It's got a tambourine on it with a line through it, circle. Yes. Um, we got all kinds of shirts at worshipleaderprobs.com. So make sure you go check those out. Shirts, hats, hoodies, long sleeve tees. What am I missing, guys? Be- uh, beanies. 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 Yeah, we got, we've turned some prayer concerns into shirts, man. You guys, you need to go check those out. And there'll, there'll be some more coming. Uh, Jen is in the... Uh, in the design phase of some, some new ideas. So yeah, be yeah. very afraid. <laughs> you or never excited. know when she's going to sneak like a glow in the dark, something on the back of it. So you think you're in all black, you walk out on stage and all of a sudden you've got like a, that would be amazing. I know. <laughs> right. Awesome. Like that would really be, awesome. be amazing. That's an experience conference limited run <clears throat> shirt. Right yeah. There. Right yeah. there. There it is. There just, it is. You just birthed that. Congratulations. Speaking of experience conference, the three of us will be there. You know, Pastor Scott will be there, Scott Longyear. It's going to be awesome. Um, Join us. It's going to be, there's all kinds of great artists, all kinds of great breakout sessions. There's still time uh, to join us. I think there's even a link in the uh, Worship Leader Probs uh, bio on all of our socials. So make sure you, uh, you join us at Experience Conference in September. Chris McClarney will sing uh, Break Every Chain in the Right Key. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of hope he sings it in the wrong one. Actually, yeah, yeah, me too, too. me too. Roll tape. We get some meat out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Well, so you know, we've been talking about Taco Bell and all kinds of things, and Taco Bell can be explosive, both in flavor and uh, you know aftermaths. And you know something else that's explosive is prayer concerns. Sometimes. Some Strong J. I know. <laughs> Strong J. That was amazing. Brian, will you swing us into a little segment we like to call Prayer Concerns? So last week we had the George Washington. This may be... I don't know. I, you guys, I'm, I failed. I don't know who else is on Mount Rushmore. Oh, this is the Statue of Liberty. We're switching. This, this could be the Statue of Liberty. This could be <laughs> the Statue of Liberty. The beacon of hope. The beacon of hope. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Me using the word explosive on the podcast. There's a oh torch. She's holding a torch. <laughs> it, it's just hashtag you win. Like yeah. You win. Okay. Right there. That's so awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Okay, fam. So these are prayer concerns. If you are new to the Worship Leader Probs podcast, first of all, thanks for joining us. Secondly, I hope that you will leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and leave some nice words. And don't leave anything less than five stars because those are not people that we ever talk to again. <laughs> um, so here's here's what prayer concerns are. Uh, the church likes to likes to communicate. They like to, it's a little give and take, you know, they like to give, give you some info. Here's how we think you're doing. Uh, they might use the prayer request section of your connection card. They might use the chat of your live stream. They might go be a little extra, go Google review, Yelp review, uh, but they're going to let you know how they're doing. And we get these from all over the world. We ser- we share these anonymously on the podcast. So 
please go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and share yours. And uh, we will never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in. We got a nice piping hot batch of prayer concerns for you today. So here's prayer concern number one. Once I was expecting and I was leading from the piano. I had someone tell me that they were surprised I could actually reach the piano around my belly. Mm, thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Can I just say, as someone who has led in many seasons of being pregnant, that's going to go on the list of things you don't say don't to, do the, that, to the pregnant do leader. That. Let's just not do that. Let's don't do that. Let's don't do that. It's right beneath pointing at the belly and saying, look how big you are. Right. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> That'd be a come on fam. Imagine if she had had a come on fam shirt on when that happened and she could just point to the come on fam. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Prayer concern number two. This is a uh, comment we got from a member of our church. You have matching t-shirts, but not stadium blankets for that icebox you call a worship center. (laughs) We know you can't keep your vocal cords warm in there. And that's why you're always pitchy in the second service. Oh. Oh. There's so that much to unpack. Savage, There's so oh much to unpack gosh. in this thing. <laughs> That's like a Hurricane Sandy of, of complaints because they attacked from land, sea, and air yes, right yes, there. Yes. Yes, they did. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's why you're always pitchy during the second service. Wow. I'm Ooh. triggered right now. I'm I'm triggered. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My oh, my gosh. That's so fantastic. That's so fantastic. Okay. Here's number three, prayer concern number three. And this is has been a little bit of a series. Occasionally, we will get prayer concerns that come from a congregant just named Alice. So we have another Alice prayer concern today, and it says, Hi, I'm emailing you as I think if I ask the pastor, he won't respond to me. Why does the praise team always wear dark clothing, many times all black? They blend in with the darkness of the background. I feel depressed when I see their dark outfits. I love seeing colors. They uplift me. It seems as though the only praise team member that always wears colors is Trish, but she hardly ever sings. I thank you if you give me an answer. Alice. Can we get Alice some rainbow sunglasses to just wear, like some lenses on there? (laughs) We may need an Alice line of shirts. Oh, Alice. Come on, Alice. I mean, David is we all stunned. wear black because we all had Taco Bell. And so right. we're trying we to make it. bad. Just... It's slimming, Alice. Guys, we've been stress eating Taco Bell all week. Come on, Alice. You would Come stress on. you too if you had to remember the lyrics to raise a hallelujah. <laughs> Relax. How about the verses of Waymaker? You oh, are here, Lord. but I don't know what he's doing in this place. Yeah, uh, is he is he moving? Is he touching? Is it like what's of... what's he doing? Spontaneous. Busy. That's that's the spontaneous section. No, <laughs> just you are here playing Take tambourine. Your Sing your own song. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, number four. Prayer concern number four. I'm currently a worship pastor, but I had the opportunity to preach in the main service recently. After the service was over, an older gentleman came up to me and said, "One day, you'll be a great pastor." Now, I've been doing this for 15 years, so apparently one day I'll actually know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. He 
wow. probably has a young face. And so <laughs> there you go, there you go. the person doesn't realize, or they just made an assumption. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, clearly I'm the, I'm the subject oh, matter expert. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. All right, here's prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. And it says, this world is so messed up. I'm listening to my police scanner this morning, and somebody called 911 over how much bass was in the music mix of a church's Easter service. No. <laughs> <laughs> 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> the stone has been rolled away. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, man. That one killed me, man. <clears throat> the grave is too loud. <laughs> oh my gosh. 911. 911. So fam, those are prayer concerns. Please, please, please keep them coming. Um, here's the deal. We couldn't even share your name if we wanted to, because we never get your name uh, when you email those through uh, through the website. So it'll always be anonymous. Send yours in to us. We are eternally grateful because we need some laughs. So thank you. Um, we're going to have a really great conversation in our final segment, which we call Sliding into the DMs. So guys, this is basically like an Avengers movie, having the three of us here together, especially with you two. I'm more like uh, the Gwyneth Powell, like the just the person who runs the business. You know no. what I mean? Like you guys are the superpower people. You're the Tony Stark. You're, you're literally Potts. wearing- Oh my gosh, I'm not Tony no, Stark. You're wearing Potts an arc reactor sure. on your shirt. You're oh, the Pepper Potts, that's he's it. Pepper oh. Potts. <laughs> I have an arc reactor. That's good. Um, so, okay. We wanted to, we're all three worship leaders. Um, okay. So let's just remind, so I'm in year 26. Jen, you are in. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Eternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. A very long time. Over 20 years. It's like the McDonald's still got like 20 billion served. Right. <laughs> Seinfeld always, can't you just say we're doing well? Right. We're doing very well. <laughs> 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 David, what about you? How many, how many years for you? Uh, I, uh, it's probably 19. Now. 19. Okay. One so day, guys, David, you'll be a great one day. Worship yeah, one, one day, day. you'll be a really it's great. It's my young <laughs> face. It's my youthful demeanor. So we got a, quite a collection here, and we wanted to have a conversation about how do we how do we plan worship sets? Like, where do you start? What do you need to plan? What you would call an effective one? How do you even how do you even uh, make that? assessment. You know, this was effective. This was not effective. So um, I'd like to just ask you guys some questions and let's have a conversation about uh, planning, uh, planning worship sets. Sound okay? Yeah, let's yes. do it. All right. All right. So, okay. Tell me, um, each of you take a minute here and just tell me, where do you start? Like, what's your launch pad when you sit down to plan a service? Well, basically, I'll just like pick whatever my favorite jam is and. <laughs> <laughs> Valley I'm sorry. Jam. I'm sorry. I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> what moves me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever's, you know, what's speaking to me personally, that's what I. Yeah, no. Obviously, I'm doing this out of sarcasm <laughs> uh, because I feel like if we start with personal preferences, 
we might miss the mark. So uh, I would say um, something that helps me in planning sets is maybe knowing um, what, what we're doing as a church overall, like what series are we in? Uh, is there a topic? Is there a theme for the weekend? Kind of, we plan, you know, weeks and weeks ahead. So sometimes we get an idea of, hey, this is the theme. And we actually coordinate a lot when we're planning sets with whoever's speaking that weekend, whether it's our senior pastor, or one of the other pastoral staff. So we'll kind of go, hey, what's in your heart? <clears throat> Even if you don't have your whole message planned, kind of like what's in your heart? Where's your ending point? Um, that way we can come up with a cohesive set. Sometimes we don't, you know, get to have that conversation. And then it's amazing how God kind of works it all together. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> um, but I would say um, that's a huge uh, starting point for us. We don't just kind of cycle through and go, well, what haven't we done in a while? Or, you know, what do I really want to sing? We tend to go, okay, where are we going this weekend first? Mm -hmm. um, and then we mm -hmm. work from there. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Dave? I mean, it's, it's in that same vein, because um, we're, not, we're not always in a series. So sometimes mm -hmm. it, it when we're in a series, it's great because it's okay. Like thematically, I I don't try to base a set completely out of that theme, but I do try to allude to it at least once or twice mm -hmm. um, in a in a three to four song set. Um, and also, uh, something we do is uh, we actually have like a closing song at the end of the message, mm -hmm. even if it's just a bridge and chorus to refer back to. Uh, so mm -hmm. it kind of seals the message. So there's there's an opportunity for response to mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. affirm uh, what was just brought. Uh, but yeah, like when it's, when when there are series, uh, it's great. When there aren't, um, I don't want to say they're one offs, but it, the, I pray extra hard those weeks. Um, oh man, so. Check this out. We're in a series of one-offs. That's like a mind meld, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's been a challenge. Um, okay. So what, when you, when you sit down to plan, let's say you've, you've maybe got that information. What, what else do you like to have access to when you start? Like what's, what's, what hits the go button for you? Uh, I would say once I kind of then get into the actual planning, um, I open up Planning Center because, again, I, I don't know how people are planning stuff without Planning Center. But um, I get into there, I look at the plan, and I'm like, okay, who do we have scheduled? Who do we have scheduled on a band level? Who do I have scheduled on a vocalist level? Because um, not everybody is on uh, the same skill level as each other. Uh, not everybody's in the same vocal range. Like, let's be real. Sometimes I've got um, a female leading who's a solid alto. So that's not going to be a time where I want to throw some Taya rafter, <laughs> rafter right, lifting right. song that way. Yeah. That just wouldn't be good. I always want to set uh, the team up for um, success. I want them to feel confident and uh, comfortable with what they're singing. So I kind of then take that step of going, who's, okay, who do I have scheduled? And now I start kind of going through the songs going, okay, what do I feel in my spirit? What, what would work great with you know, this particular vocalist? Um, and that's just kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So she's nice. kind of reading my mind because I do that a lot. Too. That's why she I keep going that. first. So it sounds she like you're just that. echoing what I say. Yes. It's like, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. When two or more. No. Um, yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, you have to, you have to look at your team week to week and, and really be honest with, okay, what are we capable of? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, if, if you have a team full of, if, if it's youth team week, maybe don't, don't plan for a full worship night or worship cert. Like that's, mm -hmm. give them, give them, uh, give them steps to attain um, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. song like, you know, do I like young and free? No, but that's, 
that's what they thrive in. So give them songs that are in that vein that they, that makes them come alive as well, mm-hmm. um, that resonate with them. Um, also, just uh, I there so there are things I try to do with our songs where um, I am mindful of how often we sing a, a particular song. Um, when we're introducing a new song, we usually do it back to back two weeks and then mm-hmm. give it like a two week break and then circle it back in. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like once every eight, six to eight weeks. Um, that doesn't always happen uh, because sometimes, uh, sometimes the Holy Spirit's like, no, you need to, we need to do this because um, yeah. this is more in vain yeah. with where we're going. Um, and sometimes that's resulted in like me planning a set and then not getting to the last song because we decided to alter course and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to field uh, the, the soloist or the lead singer for that song and field their expectation of like, so it's okay. Like the bottom line is people worshiped and we took the congregation on a journey, mm-hmm. even if you mm-hmm. didn't necessarily get this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, like song, song choice is incredibly important. Yeah. Do you, um, David, do you plan with the creative team? Um, I wish I did. Um, we, we are not that big of a church, um, especially coming out of COVID. Like we're, I feel like we're hovering around the, the six to like 600 range on, on, a, on a Sunday morning, but there's still tons of people tuning in online. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like from a set perspective, creative team, it's me. Um, but I do, I do talk at length with both my senior pastor and uh, my campus coordinator, because we have two mm-hmm. campuses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a weekly standing meeting with my lead pastor, senior pastor, um, where we talk about the issues of the previous services and then what, what's coming up. And yeah. we, um, I, I come to that meeting with really two or three sets worth of songs mm-hmm. that like, I try, like, and again, I try to coordinate them so that like, this is what we could do depending on what you're preaching and feeling, how does, gotcha. how does that look? And we really collaborate and, and pick things together. That's awesome that he's in that invested in the, the process. That's great. I mean, there, he, he recognizes the relationship from worship and the word. If we're just doing our own two things, yeah. Um, yeah. it can, it, it can get very uh, chaotic because then there's unmet expectations uh, that weren't voiced. Like, well, mm-hmm. I wish you would have done that song. Yeah. I wish you had told me. Right. Um, yeah. Right. So like, yeah, as if a, I knew I would have, <laughs> I would have, I totally would have done it. But yeah. um, to like, to head off uh, a majority of that frustration, like when I got hired, uh, I sat down in his office. I, I kind of said like, I, I would love to meet with you every week. Um, even if it's just for a half hour, just to just about music. Mm-hmm. Um, because if, if, if we're singing about empowerment and encouragement and, uh, spirit led and you're preaching on faithfulness or the tenderness of like, it's, it's going to send big signals yeah. to the church and well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jen? You, do you have a creative team? Yeah, we do have a creative team. Uh, every week we meet to kind of talk through service flow. Um, but when it comes to the set list, it's mainly me coordinating with, uh, the creative pastor. Um, but we have kind of like just a, an open door as far as our senior pastor knows. If there's ever a song he wants us to do, he just texts mm-hmm. us and says, hey, can we do this? And, mm-hmm. you know, no problem. We make it happen. Um, so uh, we kind of just coordinate uh, depending on. So it's like if it's a week where I'm leading, 
Um, it's pretty much kind of up to me. Um, I plan the sets every single week, but if a uh, creative pastor, that's Zion, if he's leading, he absolutely has some say. I'll put a set in, but he can he can change it or whatever, um, depending on what he feels in his spirit. But it's mainly me at least kind of getting the the framework um, put in, and then we kind of can adjust from there depending on what we feel. So. Gotcha. Boy, you know, some there are churches that have like this super structure of there are all there's a church locally here and there now this this church was started this way, so it always has been this way, but they're they're they have a creative <coughs> excuse me. They have a creative team meeting every week. The pastor comes to it. They have a volunteer like service producer who sits on the front row who has the um responsibility and the authority to make changes between service or like if they do a full run rehearsal and there's even a point of the sermon that maybe didn't quite land or whatever, that that producer has the ability to step into the pastor's space and say, hey, this we need to tweak this. That's intense, wow. man. We, I mean, we, we maintain <laughs> flexibility because there's a whole team of us that kind of uh, you know, communicate to each other. So we'll do a service and then we'll, we'll huddle up after. And, you know, it's yeah. like, did we run over on time? Is there a particular part of service that, Hey, maybe we need to push through that or let's not do this in worship. Like, okay, maybe we kind of vamped and hung on a progression for a bit to kind of do some free worship, but you know, the message is really, really important and mm -hmm. he's running out of time in his message. So we, we kind of do that, but, um, Man, a volunteer who can—it's it's more of man. a yeah. That's intense. It's more of a, a team not, kind of effort and discussion. Yeah, that would not fly at my, <clears throat> in my that, place. That is a lot of trust yes, that a lead pastor would put in. And I, I mean, I imagine the volunteer was vetted, and it's yeah, not just yeah, yeah, someone yeah. submitting prayer concerns. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not but, Alice. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, I do <laughs> think I think it's important to talk about um, you know because there's a practical side to planning set, sets, but then there is a very spiritual side, and I do think mm -hmm. that we have to be listening to the Holy Spirit and kind of, you know, praying and kind of going, okay, now what's your heart? And there's been times where I've put songs in and I'm like, yeah, you know, okay, I'm going to put this song in. I'm not totally sure why. I just feel like it's maybe right for the weekend. And then the weekend comes and it's like, holy cow. You know? uh, yeah. Um, that, those are great God moments, man. A, a few months back, I threw, I brought back the chorus of the stand or whatever that oh, is that, yeah. you know, which obviously that's that's a that's a serious throwback, and if you've been yep, in church yep. for any amount of time, you might be sick of it because, man, that thing it goes with everything. Yeah, um, but I was just like, oh, I really feel like we need to do this the stand for some reason, and yeah. and you know my team's awesome. They're like, yeah, throwback, this is great. Well, that particular weekend, um, there was a guy at church who hadn't been in church long, you know, or hadn't had much church experience. He had known that song, but he kind of strayed and he happened to come back that weekend and just wow. wasn't totally wow. sure about if God's able wow. to speak and that kind of a thing. And we did the stand and it was like, he, it just so resonated with him where he was like, I couldn't believe it. Like that, that, that was the song that was, that was, you know, played during worship and it just helped him to feel um, I don't know, like it helped him to feel like he encountered the presence of God and it, it reaffirmed some things within him as far as his faith goes. So again, sometimes we don't know. The Holy Spirit knows. He knows every single life, um, every single person, the details, what they're struggling with, what they're going through. He knows to a level that we will never we will never understand. We'll never be able to grasp. So that's why it's so important to lean into him, knowing that he's kind of going before us, <laughs> yeah, uh, set in the way for us. So make sure we're leaning into him. Absolutely. I, we had, I had that moment, Jen, recently. I, I, 
And I was like, oh, you only want to do that because you just interviewed Lincoln Brewster. Um, but I wanted to bring back uh, <laughs> Everlasting God. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, you're just thinking that because you just talked talk to him. But man, it was really fun to watch how that, the memory, and, and this, I think this might uh, maybe something Scott said on the podcast a few weeks ago, like oftentimes it's easy for us to say, oh, you, this person just like him, likes hymns because they're old. Yeah. Well, what, what we often, I'm talking to myself here, what I often don't see is the memory that they have attached right. to that mm-hmm. specific song. And that's something to be mindful for us too, you know, yeah. like what is the, and so to look out and to see people like, oh, you know, remembering the moments when they were Strength yeah. rises. We win. Yeah. Right. It's good yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. It's good I mean, stuff. It's, it's also, it's, we shouldn't really be afraid to, br- to bring older songs just back, even if it's just for that chorus, like, like right. we're talking about, yeah. like right. they're, it, it, music beyond Christian music too, like just music in general has such a short uh, shelf life mm-hmm. um, of rel- uh, in, in the period of relevance, because, you know, mm-hmm. in the name of relevance, well, it's six weeks of this and then on to the next thing, um, yeah, you know, yeah. swipe to the next post. Um, but like, there's like, I mean, there are some foundational faith moments in a lot of this music that, Amen. that built the people that are actually um, carrying church right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why not? Like, it, do you have to do a whole set of throwbacks? No. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. You might lose a lot of uh, people's attention because they, they, some people who have only been saved for a recent amount of time, they have no mm-hmm. idea who mm-hmm. Hillsong United is. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and Marty Sampson and those guys. But for people, like, that's a callback to, like, oh, I remember when I committed mm-hmm. yep, my, yep. my, my, uh, my, so walk. I'll stand with arms high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great From the song, inside right? out. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Come on. Come that on. That whole album. Let's go back even further, though. Is there anyone who can sit through the chorus of Awesome God? Like, like let's pull some Rich Mullins here. Yes. Step I mean, by step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. We're getting, yes. we're getting off topic now. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, what's, what's a typical set look like for you guys? Like how many songs are you, are you including? Jen? Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm similar to, to you, David. Uh, it's like three and a half, sometimes four. Mm. Again, it just kind of depends. This is where some of that conversation happens as far as yeah. what's the focus of the service. Sometimes our pastor will go, I really want some response time at the end. So I don't want it yeah. to be messages done. We sing one chorus and we dismiss. I and want some, out. yeah. So I want some response time at the altar. So then, it, uh, you know, on the front end of the set, we might go a little bit shorter to allow for some space knowing, okay, we're going to do way more worship at the end. So um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would say we're typically, you know, three and a half, three, three and some sort of a vamp um, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. it max. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I try to... Uh, for the sake of structure, um, uh, I try to keep uh, any Sunday morning or Wednesday night set to about 20 minutes. Because mm-hmm. um, in, in, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, that's, that's three and a half, maybe four songs if they're really short, like, like a Yes I Will type song. Um, I want to make sure there, that there's at least 30 minutes to preach because yeah. Um, yeah. When, you're, when you're communicating via words and speaking, sometimes you, you get off on tangents and, and mm-hmm. give them that room. Uh, right. to yep. still yep. come back in. Um, and then, you know, whoever's doing, tr- like, we call it transition, so there's prayer and then uh, welcome announcements, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing, offering. Mm-hmm. Um, give, they don't have to 
don't give them time to preach a mini sermon, but give them time to be themselves and, and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, if we're trying to keep our services, I mean, I don't know about you guys, we're, we're right now post COVID trying to hover at like a, an hour 15. Mm, that's um, about what we are. So that, so that, that gives time for response, time for prayer if people need it and it's not feeling rushed. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you know, 20, 20 minutes sits really nicely and you can, even if we only do three songs, like, I mean, you can, you can sit and, and have like that, those say law moments or those mm -hmm. breaks mm -hmm. and just, you know, mm -hmm. encourage, encourage the church to lift their voice, mm -hmm. um, beyond just the song lyric. Um, right. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. What, um, what, what are some resources that you would say in terms of worship planning? I use this most every week. Planning center. Most um, planning center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Planning center. <laughs> I, 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 if I, I'll go first on this one. Um, so within planning center, there are modules and I'm not, I'm not being, I individually am not being sponsored by them. So this is free. Um, <laughs> but there's, um, there's something that through multi-tracks, so we use them for any, any loops. Um, but through multi-tracks, you, you can get something in planning center called rehearsal mix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead of, uh, instead of manually, uh, manipulating MP3s to different keys and then voice recording voice parts and, and doing all of that stuff. Um, it breaks apart each track and, and you can actually listen to just the alto mix mm -hmm. or just the electric guitar mix. It's really cool. Really nice, man. Um, we also, uh, what else do we use? Um, for youth, they use um, playback uh, mm -hmm. instead of Ableton because it's a little bit more uh, user-friendly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's, it's actually like, I've actually had some really powerful uh, worship moments because um, without having to worry about manipulating individual tracks, you just can rearrange sections of the song mm -hmm. um, in a way that like, so you can, you can still be spirit led, but you can go in with purpose of like, I, but I want to hit these things and take the, take the congregation on that uh, nice. journey. Mm, nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I use the version Bible app. That's the main one that <laughs> super spiritual. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, is it the passion just, translation? Just, just, <laughs> hey, don't knock it. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. It's uh, no oh planning gosh. center. Oh I echo. Gosh. Now I'm echoing David. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the musician in me is very hesitant to use just a chord chart. That will be an unpopular opinion. Um, we use mostly at like music from, we get it mostly from praise charts. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things I use is praise charts has done an amazing job of tagging songs with like theme words, oh, yeah. uh, grace, uh, salvation, submission, you know, commission, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I use that a lot as a launching pad, like go to the themes page and, um, or, or I, I, you know, I sort of need a song like the blessing, but I'm not going to do the blessing this week. What did they tag that with? You can mm -hmm. click on that tag and cross reference all, um, a bunch of other songs, which I, I, I love. Um, okay. One, this is the last question. So when you plan, do you already know what your team looks like or does your team match the plan that you come up with? I already know what my team looks like. We schedule out six to eight weeks in advance. So we get the teams in there way, way before we actually even get the, the set plan going. So mm, nice. Yeah. What about you, David? 
I've kind of lived in both, not extremes, but like both sides of that uh, pendulum swing. Um, so uh, at a previous church, I had, I had sets and team planned out for like two months. Um, mm-hmm. And the danger in that, though, is that like, so the songs are out there um, conveniently from a, you know, from a scheduling standpoint, it's like, and I know exactly what these are. And I know that if this person shows up to practice, not practiced, I have a means to say, Hey, like this was out a month and a half ago. What's going on? Come on. Um, here, uh, at, at my, uh, at my current church, um, because we, we plan sets week to week. Mm -hmm. Um, I still, I still schedule teams out, you know, eight weeks at a time. Um, just so that way, if someone does decline, because they do decline, um, I can Makes me I can so swoop mad. in and, and <laughs> I can go in Matrix View and uh, and Boom. see everything in in linear fashion. And it's and beautiful, tweak. such a beautiful thing, such a beautiful that that'd be me too. So I I would do the team, you know, six eight as far as I can go, you know, it, um, and planning center makes that so easy. Um, I have like five bullet points I can share to kind of like summarize then what we've done. Maybe if people want to just grab out a pen and paper. That's you know. a really genuine thing to yeah, do. Ah, there it is. Nailed it. <laughs> Boys and girls, a pen is a thing with ink in it. Yes. Um, no. You know what, you David? They, they might be driving, okay? So it's against <laughs> the law memo. to be on your phone while you're driving. Voice. So take out a pen and paper and write while you drive because that's definitely going to be safer. Yes. Voice uh, memo this this next snippet. Oh my gosh! Okay, so here's here's five <laughs> five points to remember when you're picking a set. One, know your context. These are all mm. kind of things that we've talked about. So the audience, know the audience, the speaker who's giving the message that week, maybe even the content of the message, the season you're in. Is it Easter? Is it Christmas? So know your context. Number two, choose keys that talk. Be mindful of keys that interact well together. So it's like you don't yes, want to be absolutely. like, hey, we're doing the song in E flat, and then next we're going to G. That's going to make the yeah. transition kind of wonky. Um, so choose keys that talk if you can. Sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. Three, know your team. Uh, put together a set list that your team is capable of pulling off. I kind of said that earlier. Mm-hmm. Four, think through your tracks. Uh, know which songs you have full tracks for. So like, let's say you're short and instrumentalist that week. Like we don't have an electric guitarist. Or, you know, we have a very new acoustic guitarist. You know, if you're, you've got a song in there and there's no electric in the track or no acoustic, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's gonna, that might, could be rough. So yeah. just yeah. Uh, think through that, think through your tracks. And finally, starts and ends. Consider where you want to start and where it is you want to end up at the end of the set. Absolutely. There you go, five little nuggets. That's fantastic. Little nugs. Little <laughs> nugs from Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I actually have five quick things too if that's okay no oh. we don't want to hear it oh okay. you shouldn't have given me a hard time just, david i'm sorry we're out of time we're out of time <laughs> we just met damon uh, David. <laughs> yeah. commercial break commercial yeah break. absolutely share it away man share away i mean the, so these are just the these are five things i try to check off when actually like considering songs and how they flow together mm-hmm. um just from a content standpoint so like we want to for as a church we want to praise him for who he is yeah. um we want to thank him for what he's done. Mm-hmm. We want to draw near to him and reflect on his goodness. Um, we need to proclaim the name of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in the set. And it's very, it's very easy to actually uh, slip and, and realize, oh, we've, we've spent all our time singing about God the Father mm-hmm. or the Spirit. We've never actually invoked the name of Jesus. 
and then uh, five uh, sing a song that that somewhere there's a response uh, there's an, a response and obedience to what God has done. Mm. Uh, so Love those it. are those are five things I try to consider uh, just thematically outside of if it's grace. Okay, well it's grace. Mm. And then praise him for who he is, like bullet point like that. Love it. That's love awesome. it. Love it. Love it. Man, when I when I first started in ministry, there was a there's a guy named Robert Weber who wrote these books called The Complete Library of Christian Worship. And he was I mean, it's like a set of encyclopedias almost. And I when I first started in ministry, it was unbelievably helpful. And he he would always challenge people that every service needs to have four uh four uh, experiences along the way, the act of gathering and how significant it is for the body of Christ to gather together, um, the table, um, and whether you're celebrating communion or not, like some, some moment where you just remember and give thanks for all that God's done for you, like what you just said, uh, the word, uh, the word is proclaimed and the dismissal. And, uh, he challenged us. So, because oftentimes I think we're, we're better about it now, but oftentimes um, we would have these experiences and then we would just, all right, see you next week. And there was, there was no like, what's the, what was the point of all this? You know right. what I mean? Like, what are, how are we different? How should we be different? How, what should we do that we wouldn't have done before because of this uh, experience of gathering together? Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is great stuff, you guys. That's good. Yes. Dropping some, dropping some wisdom. Jen's dropping nugs. Yeah. This is so good. <laughs> I was taking notes um, while Jen was talking. Were you using your notes app or a pen and paper? Yes. So I have, I have, I, because I'm not driving, I can type. Uh, um, please don't type and drive. Oh, that's um, so good, you guys. Sp- especially so good. in the Northeast, because then you're not paying attention anyways. Oh, man. Oh, man. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Remember to hit subscribe uh, wherever you listen to the podcast. And do us a favor, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. It's it's not that hard to do. Just pound that five stars, even just you know some emojis in the comments. That'd be great. Five-star rating, nice review. Um, and it's just huge in helping us to spread the word about the podcast and uh, get it out there in front of more people. Yeah. Anything less than five stars is Bush League. I'm just Bush League. Right. It's Bush League. Right. <laughs> it's not your benefit. Um, guys, also, thank you uh, for also following us on all of the social media things. Um, on the Instagram at Worship Leader Probs, uh, Facebook and TikTok as well, Worship Leader Probs. Twitter's a little bit different. You want to do at Worship Leader Probs without the vowels, or you can search uh, Worship Leader Probs uh, as the hashtag. Fantastic. 131 episodes, and I never thought to say Worship Leader Probs without the vowels. <laughs> That's Thank a you. lot to think about, though. That makes my brain explode. It is, but it's like, that makes total sense. It does make sense. I mean, I've nice. been staring well at done. the screen. I've been staring at the screen this whole time <laughs> trying to figure out well how to done. say this. <laughs> well done, young Henry. Wow. Um, okay, Someday. so exactly, exactly. Someday you'll be a good pastor. Um, love, Alice. Uh, hey, and thanks to our, our friends at Maven Media Productions. We absolutely love these people. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the best in the biz. If you need help, uh, they're helping us, man. They're editing the podcast, creating graphics, content, all kinds of great video work. If your church or ministry or company needs help with that, designing a website, social media strategy, 
branding, uh, content, whatever it is, hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're great people and they would love to help you. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Thanks for listening, fam. We love you. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Shake and bake. <laughs>